Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. Here this week with Art McPherson, I'm Jennifer Perry. Check us out online. You can connect with us there anytime. If you have some questions you'd like to address here on the podcast, drop us that email at artofmoneyradio.com. Again, that website is artofmoneyradio.com. Art, we do recognize, too, that uh, our listeners are getting a little kind of tired of all the restrictions on our lives right now. That includes missing sports. So we thought we'd go back to one of your conversations earlier this year with retired NFL great Mark Schlereth, who's now a Fox Sports analyst. And this was right before all the crisis began. You guys had no idea at the time what kind of life we'd be living. But I thought it was an interesting conversation to revisit because he's a fascinating guy. He's got a broadcaster's voice. And and by the way, his nickname is Stink. Did he actually stink in person? No. <laughs> okay. I just thought I'd ask a personal question here, but uh, I'm sure there's a reason his teammates gave him that moniker back in the day. But uh, fascinating interview here. Let's listen in on that conversation with Mark Schlereth. All right, Mark, tell me one thing about your shirt. It says eat to live. Explain to me what that means. Okay. Well, so. And this, you're a big boy. This I is mean, just, this is my company and it says yeah. just don't eat when. That's our tagline of our company. We have a gourmet green chili sauce company. Nice. And so we're in Denver. We've got um, probably six SKUs on the shelves in Denver, Colorado, in the grocery stores and in Costco. And um, and it's been kind of a uh, you know it's been kind of a labor of love sure. over the last eleven years. Um, I always joke around. Had I known then what I know now, I would have chosen a, a different uh, venue to invest money in than the food business. But um, <laughs> uh, we've uh, we've survived, and uh, I don't want to say thrived, but we've survived and grown for the last eleven years. And it's been it's been a uh, it's me and a buddy of mine, and it's been a fun project. And um, sure. you know, and we continue to grind on that. Okay, you played in the NFL for many years. Uh huh. You have quite a lot of bragging rights because you had three Super Bowl wins. Yeah. But when I was doing a little bit of homework on you, 263rd pick in the 10th round. Yeah. Yeah. So did you have a little bit of a chip on your shoulder when you got in the NFL or? Yeah. I, you know, I don't know about chip on my shoulder. I mean, I, I don't think, I mean, first off, I was retired as a junior in college from football. And so completely retired from football um, the only thing I ever wanted to be was a football player from the time I was 12. Okay. Right. So, you know, you, you get retired and, and you're in college and you're like, oh, shoot, what now? You know, what am I going to do? And, you know, interestingly enough, um, you, you have another surgery and I had a bunch of them in college. And, uh, and you, when you're 22 or whatever, 21, you, you tend to heal a little quicker than sure. we do at, at this age. Um, over so, 21. Right, over 21, <laughs> short, barely. Um, and so anyhow, you know, you start working out and you start lifting, you start feeling good. And, and um, you know, I was just I was just adamant about finishing what I started. Like, I, I, always, I always have this kind of vision. I want to see what happens if I don't quit, right? So even though your body was failing you, right. you're like, just like, I want to just see what happens I if I just keep out. working. I made, you know, I was important... When I was a kid, my dad was always one of those guys, you know, it, things that he used to say to me are indelibly marked in my mind. Like, um, there's no right way to do something wrong. But, you know, he's <laughs> right. Um, that You know, luck has a smell of perspiration. You know, he would always nice. tell me that. He would always tell me that. And one of the things that he demanded from me was effort and don't quit. You know, stick to your commitments. And so part of it was not that I was quitting, I was being retired, but part of me was I want to see it through with the guys that I, want, that I walked into this university with. 
I just got a text message two minutes ago. I'm meeting a buddy of mine after we do this right. that I played with at the University of Idaho that now works for the Seahawks. Like, we are so connected as a group still, those guys. And so it was well, It's my, like a brotherhood. Right. It's like it was, another yeah, family. And it yeah. was my commitment to that family, my Vandal family, that I just wanted to make that happen. So I, I literally, for probably six weeks, I would go to the football office every day and just incessantly whine. <laughs> <laughs> about letting me back on, like letting me play. And they were adamant because of my health and the injuries I had and the issues that, that were going on. Now, So Co- you were the squeaky wheel. Right. So Coach Keith Gilbertson would tell you a different story. He told me, he said that I threw him up against a wall and, and threatened to kill him. I don't really remember that happening. Um, <laughs> but the bottom line is eventually they agreed, they agreed to let me play if I would sign up a waiver, a waiver to limit their liability, which, you know, at 22 years old, you're like, yeah, what do I need? Give me a pin. What do I need to sign? Let me go. I'll I'll sign my life away. I don't care. And uh, anyhow, so I came back, I switched position, came back my senior year, played my whole senior year. I get done. This is fun for me to tell this story is fun for me because, you know, you you always have somebody in your life or people in your life that help you get where you're going. You know, I always chuckle when I hear self-made man, I go, give me a break. Right. (laughs) Right. Nobody's self-made. So, I get through the season, but I'm a different position. I don't have an agent. Uh, I've only played one year of college football and made it through healthy, right? And so I'm really kind of stuck. I'm back in that position of maybe my NFL dream is going to die. Where am I going to go? Right. And um, I'm still working out faithfully like something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. You know, I'm trying to stay positive. And one night I'm sitting at the house and uh, my phone rings and it's one of my teammates, one of my college teammates, uh, Marvin Washington. We called him Dirty Wash. And dirty wash. Dirty wash. Now, dirty wash transferred from a basketball school that that canceled its program. Okay. And he showed up on campus his senior year, and you know he's six six and two seventy, chiseled from a piece of granite, right? And so we just recruit and play football for a year, right? Sure. And we're like, hey man, you're you're bigger and better than anybody we got on our team. You want to play for us, right? right? So he decides to do that before basketball season. Well, he ends up getting 14 sacks and being highly touted, and, hmm. right? And 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 he didn't even know he right, would do that, right? Yeah. And and so now all of a sudden he's got an agent and he's got a lot of NFL opportunities. So I'm sitting in my house and all of a sudden the phone rings and it's and it's dirty. And he said, "Hey man, uh, the Bengals are coming to work me out tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Why don't you just crash my workout?" I was like, "Hey, great, thanks, Marvin." Right? Yep. So I I show up and just basically introduce myself to the scouts and I beg to work out. Now here's the crazy thing. Even though I had all those injuries, I could run, I could jump, and I was strong as an ox. Like I was, I was because you worked out all right. the time. Well, my, and just because, honestly, because I was touched by the hand of God, right? I mean, okay. I was a good yeah. athlete. Yeah, right. And so Marvin, Marvin invited me to his workout, and I blew his ass away in the workout. I mean, it just made him look silly, right? <laughs> now you would think that that's the last workout I got invited to, right? 20 times Marvin worked out for other teams. 20 times he called me and invited me to his workouts. Are you serious? Yes. I probably cost him. That's he was, a brother. Right. He was supposed to be, you know, a second or third round draft choice. He ended up getting drafted in the sixth round. I probably cost him three or four rounds in the draft because I blew him away in all these workouts. But, <laughs> but he was. That gave you your opportunity. Right. He gave me an opportunity. And then teams started eventually calling me. And eventually, you know, I, I ended up getting drafted by the Skins in the 10th round. But the story comes full circle because. We win Super Bowl 32 as a member of the Denver Broncos, and I'm sitting in the training room in the offseason, you know, getting some. I was more of a professional rehabber than I was a a professional football player because I always had some type of injury that I was rehabbing. And my head coach is Mike Shanahan. He comes down to the training room and he says, Hey, Stink, I need to talk to you. 
And I was like, yeah, what, what's up? And he goes, hey, man, we need a rotational defensive lineman, a guy that can play three technique, guy can play defensive end, guy that, you know, a guy that he goes, but most importantly, I need him to be a Bronco. Like, I need him to be one of our guys, one of the kind of guys, the character guys that we like to have on our football team. And he goes, here's a list. And he had like a seven guys on it, right? And he goes, which, he goes, you know these guys, you've played against them, you know them better than I do. Uh, anybody on this list, you know, kind of that, that you would recommend? So I go, yeah, give me your list. And I get the list of paper. And the first guy's name I see is Marvin Washington. Oh. And I said, sign him. <laughs> and Mike goes, thanks. And grabbed the paper and left. A week later, Marvin's a part of our team. Wow. And then Marvin and I went on that season as members of the University of Idaho and then as members of the Denver Broncos and won a Super Bowl together, Super Bowl 33. That is awesome. So, I mean, you talk about full, full circle, circle, right? Yep. I wouldn't have played in the NFL had it, it not for been for Marvin Washington. And Marvin would have never won a Super Bowl had it not been for our relationship and me being able to recommend him as part of our team. Well, Mark, thank you for being on the Art of Money radio show today. Yeah. And thank I you for being on the that. show. Appreciate thank it. You. Absolutely. Wow. Mark Schlereth there. What a great story about how someone helped change his life. And then he managed to help that dude change his whole life and gave him a Super Bowl win in the process. How cool is that? It's cool. And, and it's funny. Dirty and stinky, huh? Right. Dirty wash and stinky. <laughs> it kind of uh, makes sense that they ended up together after all. <laughs> but uh, this is kind of the crazy thing. And, uh, you know, Mark just backed up our point. Sometimes you got to finish what you started. Sometimes that takes real hard work. It takes a lot of discipline, especially in his line of business. But also when it comes to our retirement, too, Art. And a lot of people are taking advantage of this time to actually get started and finish what they started when it comes to their retirement. Yes, absolutely. And when things settle down a little bit with this virus, we'll probably be inundated because that's typically what happens. Mm -hmm. And it's always good because that these are new people that need help. You yeah. know, they've just been through some really volatile times with their portfolios. And it's always fun for us because we take those kind of things on as a challenge. And it's always fun to have creative solves for people that think, uh, there's no solve for this or I can't do this or I can't do that. And a lot of times we can do all kinds of amazing things for them. So uh, it's always fun. I always enjoy these type of opportunities because it gives us a chance to meet new people and to do some really, really cool things with their portfolios. Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com. We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC. McPherson Financial Group and ProStatus Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Art McPherson is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson. Florida Insurance License Number A17 Today's show has been a work of art. 